Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Saint of Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Santos Esquivel Jr. I sincerely hope everybody's doing well in these trying times and or being taken care of. Uh, truth of the matter is, some people find these as trying times. And if that's the case, folks, they're, uh, we can consider them tests of character. So I hope we're treating others kindly and ourselves kindly as well. Anywho, on with the show. Do you know who I get to talk to this week? One of my pals that I've been waiting to do an episode with. The face of Too Sweet Magazine, Nick Wentworth. There we go. That was solid. (laughs) And right now there's about 20,000 people freaking out going, oh my God, I gotta gotta listen, I gotta listen, I gotta listen. (laughs) At the very least, man. At the very least, (laughs) thousands upon thousands of people. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but, uh, how you doing my guy i'm doing great bro i'm doing great um kind of uh self uh quarantined not doing much of going outside but uh you know it's it here in south texas uh it's not that not that crazy out there people of course got that little freak out but everything's calming down uh we only have one uh, uh confirmed case here in south texas in corpus christi so it's 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 okay. I know that the rest of the country and the rest of the world are definitely going through their troubles. How about yourself, sir? Yeah, um, we today they just announced a state of emergency for uh, Nova Scotia in Canada here, and um, I am lucky that uh, I can still work, um, even though my company laid off. I'd say like ninety eight percent of their employees. Um, I'm lucky enough to still have my job. But yeah, they declared a state of emergency. It's uh, it's crazy. It's uh, like like anyone who's seen the movie Contagion. It's 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 like that. It's just something I never thought I'd ever see. It's kind of freaky. It's upsetting. It's it's just eerie. It's sad because people are losing their jobs. It's just it's just awkward, man. And uh, you're lucky that like a you're lucky that you only have that one case. We have uh, 28 right now going, yeah. and uh, it's only been. It's only been a week, and it's so it's kind of hitting, kind of, kind of hard and quick, and it's uh, scary. Yeah, uh, every day there's a, more and more come come out. You know, more and more information comes out, and also um, cases, I guess you could say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely trying times for for quite. Uh, I mean, a large portion of the world at this point, uh, with everything going on in Italy and. Uh, as you said, state of emergency, man. Uh, it's it's definitely a trip, and then not only that, but the people like you said, like you mentioned earlier, are that are getting laid off. Uh, it's really I could can't even imagine what it's like for for them. They they have to just stay home. There's you can't apply for another job at the moment, um, unless it's yeah. you know uh, here. I know they're hiring at the grocery stores for stockers and, th- and things of that nature because they need to restock as quickly as you know as as possible. So I don't know. It's it's gonna be, be a, a trying few months. Uh, you definitely yeah. see that around around the horizon. Um, but uh, you know who also is going through some stuff? The WWE. Yeah. And in, in all of wrestling at the moment, <laughs> and the fact that nobody's taking a break. None of the, I guess you could say, top three are taking a break. They're not ceasing uh, shows. They're not. They're they're just doing recordings, right? Is that correct? It is, yeah. I uh, I, I read that uh, WWE in the next two weeks will be doing a lot of filming, and they're supposed to be filming WrestleMania as well, which I hope not because then spoilers get leaked. But uh, yeah, yeah, like I don't, I don't know if they should. Like I understand the show must go on, and it gives us something to do because we're at home. Um, but it it is weird watching stuff without audience. Like, it's just. Especially wrestling when they're cutting promos and stuff, it's just really strange. But that's how I feel. What, what do you think of of, of that uh, the wrestling show is still going on in front of zero fans? Like, do you find it a little awkward? You know, it, I do. Uh, the first episode, of, which was SmackDown, if I remember correctly, that that did not have an audience in the building. Uh, that one was it was because it was new. It was different. I was like, okay, let's go with this. And they did their best. You can tell they were really trying on that first episode. This last episode was a little sketch, but that first episode yeah. was 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 handled the best you you can on on last minute's notice. 
Uh, Raw did a little bit better. And then, of course, the uh, the one that really stood out was AEW. AEW really played to the fact that there was no audience. They filled the, the chairs with heels and baby faces and everybody uh, cheered for who they, you know, their respective like parts, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the heels, heel uh, cheered for the heels and the baby faces were the baby faces. Yeah. They, they tried to do something with it. It is very different. I am interested to see how WrestleMania goes. Uh, the one thing that I remember watching that I was like, I think that's what they're going to do. Do you, did you ever watch the, uh, uh, Dustin, uh, Dustin Rhodes, uh, who I can't remember who he was uh, wrestling in the back of uh, like a hay truck. Did you ever watch that by any uh, chance? It was when he was in WWE. Truck? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was when he was in WWE what? for real. Yeah, uh, it, it was like a the back of a hay truck or the uh, hay pile, something like that. Like it's a, he's on, they're on, they're wrestling on, I swear, dude, you can look it up right now. They're, they're wrestling in the back of a, of a trailer. There's hay everywhere. And it's, it's uh, Dustin Rhodes, you know, before he took on the, uh, was it WCW? Was it WWE? I want to say that was a WWE thing. I, I, to be honest with you, I can't remember, but it's a very cinematic take on wrestling, you know? <laughs> I swear, dude, yeah. that, when we're done here, look it up. It's it's something else, man. And it's a very <laughs> theatrical take on wrestling. And I was like, okay, all right. I guess that's that's another uh, aspect that I didn't think of it. And then I also thought about WCW. Remember when they had those backstage segments? And there was like all these cuts and different angles when it was like a pre-recorded uh, segment, like somebody using a vehicle or somebody getting uh, run over or something like that. They would have all yeah. these like different, like it's a, it was more cinematic, more theatrical yeah. than, than your, you know, average backstage segment where, you know, they're beating each other up the camera. It's an uncut shot. The camera follows them all the way through. So it, it was very different. It, and that's what I'm picturing WrestleMania as, because I feel if they're gonna, if they're not going to have an audience, they have to take that uh, and, and use it. They have to find that they, they're not, uh, fixed in this ring or they're not um, I don't know they're going to have to do something with it man and I that's the first thing that I pictured was that match with uh, Dustin <laughs> Rhodes funny. dude it was, it was insane man you should really look it up it's hilarious um, it, but, what's like, your take on it like what do you think well, is it, are you, do you think they're just going to do a straight out show in front of uh, 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 they have multiple locations they said right but is yeah. it going to be all in a ring I don't know, right? And it's just like, you know, like this will be Shayna Baszler's first WrestleMania, and yeah. now she doesn't get to experience experience what a WrestleMania should be. Because if you're in wrestling, that's your dream, right? Is that's your goal is to have you know have your WrestleMania moment. But that's not you know that's not going to be there. And it's like look at Matt Hardy when he debuted on uh, AEW. There was nobody there. There was no reaction. So when I watched it. I was excited, but I, you know, it, it wasn't the same. Same when uh, Brody Lee yeah. came out on AEW as well. Like it just, uh, it's just, it's like, you know, when WrestleMania 18, The Rock and Hogan when they fought, the match was good, but it's one of my all-time favorite matches because of the audience. This yeah. was in, it was held in Toronto too. It was the audience. They just everything they did, the audience ate it up and they would soak the, you know, they would look at the crowd and they'd look at each other and look at the other side of the crowd and the place was just erupting and it's mm -hmm. just, it makes the match that much more, as a viewer, I get more into it. Well, it's just, and you see empty seats, it's just like, ah, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is this heartbreaking quality to it when you, you had those big moments of uh, Brody Lee coming out and being revealed as the exalted one that that promo that he as it you know his voice is starting to modulate from the from the voice modulator to his regular voice like I inside like I heard the pop you know the you know and yeah but, but I was like but it's not there man like it's like, right. it, it, it was really heartbreaking like and the same thing with the Matt Hardy thing when uh, when I was yeah. watching along, and I was just about to change because I was like, okay, I get it. He's buying time. They, they got two minutes left. He's probably just like, oh, man, we did this uh, faster than, you know, how that, that happens sometimes. And they just have to buy time till nine o'clock rolls around. I was just about to change yep. it, and I see Vanguard 100. I was like, oh, my God. 
And I was like, ah, oh, like, and then the first instance, uh, the, the first thought that came to mind was, I bet you if the audience was there, um, they would have seen it, you know? And then I read that they, they wouldn't have had Vanguard one if there was an audience there, like an audience there. Cause it's, it's not safe to have, uh, um, what's it called? A drone in, in the, in a closed area like that with that many, uh, Fans, but that was my first thought. Was like they yeah. would have seen it earlier. The pop would have come a little sooner, and yeah. it would have gone from it would have built up from there, you know. And it is, it mm-hmm. is, it's it's a little heartbreaking. And you're right when you pointed out that Shane, this is Shane Baszler's first WrestleMania, and it's gonna be to an audience of none. Like that sucks, man. Well, it's like when because you mentioned like you know that there would have been some pop going because they would have seen the drone and stuff. It's like when. Do you remember NXT Takeover when Adam Cole debuted when he came out through the through the crowd into the ring and attacked Drew McIntyre? Yeah. <laughs> remember how O'Reilly and Fish were already on the ring and McIntyre was looking at them, and then the audience they seen Cole coming and you could see half of them all jumping up and cheering. So you're yeah. sitting there watching you're like, "Oh shit, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening?" What's yeah. happening? Right. So that's what that would have been. The drone and then the crowd would started popping and, and watching it as if you were you would have been like, "Holy shit, what, what's going on? What's going on?" And it would have got you really amped up. There's none of that, right? And it's like, yeah. holy shit! Yeah, man. it just takes like, like the excitement. It's there, but it's not for me, right? So it's it's I don't know, right? It's, it's a little empty. What do you right? do? Like it's a little so empty. Much go on, and it's like, but do you do you pause these um, debuts and wait until you can get that reaction, or do you go with it because you know it's. They're not they're not making money on these shows, so they have to go through TV ratings and stuff. And that'll draw a viewer. So it's like it's a it's one of those things you you just got to really weigh out, right? And mm-hmm. I think they're smart, and I think Vince is smart as well. Uh, to, they're obviously doing their homework to see that this is still the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Well, you- let's put a pin in it for a second. Uh, I want to take this time to talk to you about something that I've noticed rather recently. Um, I've seen a brand worn by by some huge names in pro wrestling, like Jordan Grace, Priscilla Kelly, and actually some of the Cultaholic guys. Um, what was the name? Oh, that's right. It was the Clothesline brand. I also wanted to get one as I love the design of it, but just to be sure of the quality, I contacted them via email to know more about The owner himself of the brand call, uh, contacted me back, and he replied, and he Really, really, like, gave me some really cool details. It turns out Clothesline is the best place for pro wrestling-inspired streetwear. All of their products are 100% organic cotton, printed in a renewable energy power factory in the UK. As mentioned before, worn by the likes of Jordan Grace, Priscilla Kelly, Jack G. King, Sam Driver, and Jen Louise of Cultaholic, plus many, many more. You can be a championship material just like everyone else when you buy from Clothesline. Their designs are underrated, their products are sustainable, and their brand is peerless. Make an entrance at any event, no pyro needed, at www.getclothesline.co.uk. Once again, that's www.getclothesline.co.uk. You can follow them on Instagram at getclothesline, and follow them on Twitter at clothesline with two Ds. That's right, two Ds. And on Twitter. Thank you very much for your time, and back to the show. Um, I listened to uh, the Observer Radio, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio, and the, one of the things they pointed out, I was like, man, that's a really good point, is that AEW has a, a plotted out storyline, you know, an overarching storyline, yep. and they have to get to this point. Whereas WWE, by mostly by all accounts, is very much on the fly, something that's scheduled for that day could be taken out right away yep. or changed or anything. So the the thing about AEW, the reason that they debuted Brody Lee and Matt Hardy were because they have to get to a certain point by a certain time so that the story can continue if they are going to continue the story. Now, that's another thing. Do you put the story on hold? Do you right. um, do you hold off giving McIntyre the the WWE title? Do you right. um, do you try to postpone? The Shayna Baszler versus Becky. How how would how would you go about that? Okay, let's say that they right. do. Let's say they do uh, postpone it. Um, and let's say it's until June or July. Like you know how they they say that it, all this. I mean, you you never really know, but they're trying no, to forecast no. that it's going to be sometime in June or, or July. But you don't know. Yeah. The thing is, you don't know. Yeah. But if they were right. to postpone it, what would you do with? With okay, let's say the the big three of WWE, the Becky and Baszler, 
uh, McIntyre and uh, Brock, and you know we'll just yep. go with the, all the raw ones uh, and Edge and Norton and Orton. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. What would I do? Yeah. What would you do? Uh, Edge and Orton, leave it. That's fine. It, it is fine. But um, McIntyre. I was thinking about this today, actually. What I would do with McIntyre, and maybe I'm just being kind of weird about it and overthinking, but they'd still have their match, but Paul Heyman would do something to to cost McIntyre the the, 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 the loss, right? Okay. I guess it'd be the win. It would be a disqualification, right? Okay. So Lesnar would still make him look really strong, would make McIntyre look really strong, so so that McIntyre doesn't lose anything coming out of this. But then they'd spend the next few months, he'd be, he'd be chasing Lesnar. Lesnar's kind of running away from him. Not scared of him, but, you know, he just wants nothing to do with him. And then finally at SummerSlam, they're able to meet up matchup. And that's when you give him his moment. Because what could happen is they're going to, you know, they're giving him, he's, he's winning. You know it, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could feel it. It's it's definitely a change. Right, you can see it's going. written all over the wall, right? Mm-hmm. So just say he wins this, by the time TV rolls around, there's live audiences and stuff, they might be done with him, right? They could give up on him because it's just, just no way they really connect with an audience other through than just the TV, right? So it's, it, it, it's uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those, it could work, it couldn't. So that's why I would think just hold off, just do something enough that both, you know, Lesnar and uh, McIntyre look strong and just push it a few more months until you can get that crowd there so that, because the audience will make a huge difference. Yeah, I'm telling you, it'll make definitely. a huge difference. When you have 20,000 people, however many mania, what, you know, if it's that mania, 80,000 people, whatever it is, but yeah. jumping up and down, going crazy, that's going to really make the viewers jump and freak out even more. Right. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think? What, no, what that's great. I mean, so you would, you would, uh, prolong, the inevitable uh, title change mm-hmm. by, by mm-hmm. way of, of screwy ending, um, still making McIntyre yep. look strong, but having the cha- him now actively chase after the belt versus kind of like the, just yep. the, the plain setup like match and then you know going from there. I, I find that interesting. Um, I think I think that one is a definite like uh, winner because you. The, the more you hold it off, the bigger the anticipation is. And yep. uh, I mean, let's be honest, if they don't, if they don't let uh, McIntyre win this, there'd be a lot of people pissed off, but it's, it's definitely a curve. Um, and a lot of people would, would understand because of the situation, right? Like, there'd be a lot more yep. uh, sympathetic viewers. Like, you know what? That sucked, but I Get yep. it, you know, like it, if they're gonna do it, it we understand why they're doing it this time, as opposed to like uh, just doing it for uh, you know averting expectations. This is actually like to get to let him get that moment because you're right. If you, I mean, I'm as yep. I, as you were talking, I was like, man, eh, like he really does deserve that moment of like eighty thousand people yep. on their feet. If especially yep. all those uh, the promos that they've been uh, you know uh, given where he's talking about the struggle the um, everything going from uh, being fired or let go from the WWE the struggle that he that he had to do to just continue working in wrestling and so on and so forth yep. yeah man you're absolutely right that is a definite possibility you know um, yeah. and and before then I was just like he's gonna win it at Mania but when you brought that up I was like that's a good point that's a really good point. Yeah, and like the chase, it's good. I mean, there's been times when WWE has done that and they ruin it because they wait too long yeah. or they do something silly. But I think if you have um, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, and Vince, them all coming together with with how to do this, I think it'd be done. If done right, it'd be the best thing to do. I mean, look at um, it was so funny. Look at Royal Rumble, right? Yeah. I remember watching it. And Lesnar throwing people out left, right, and center. And I remember going, this is ridiculous. McIntyre comes down. You know, uh, Ricochet gives him a low blow. McIntyre gives Lesnar a low blow. Um, McIntyre kicks him out of the ring. Crowd goes crazy. And I was like, holy shit, that was done brilliantly. So I watched the rumble back. And I watched how uh, Lesnar put over a whole bunch of guys leading up to that point. But still looked really strong. So when the moment came... That McIntyre put him out, it made McIntyre look like an even bigger star. And I think doing that, just him doing like a, not a really cheap, uh, you know, like Heyman do 
something, like I mentioned, to cause McIntyre to help, but nothing too cheap to piss people off, but enough that they're just, you know, that they're wanting more. And then you just make sure you really do it right and just have the chase nice and solid. Don't have them running in and fighting each other every week on Raw. Like, just really go at it. And I think it would, I think it'd be the smartest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have Baszler and and but yeah, Baszler and Lynch. I don't. I think that's one too. Like, she's not going to get her Mania moment, but uh, I think she could still win it at a Mania, and they could have a rematch at SummerSlam in front of the live audience. Yeah, the reaction because their story has been told since um, what was it, Survivor Series? So we all knew that was coming, and they had to build for it. So it was enough that uh, it's just in the storytelling. I know what's going to happen. To finish yeah. it, right? Like you could tell, like you could tell yeah. with McIntyre and Lesnar, there's still a little bit more to um, yeah, that you can develop on. But with uh, Lynch and Baszler, it it we do have enough time. They've had enough, like yeah. you know, face to face. They we get the idea. So let's go ahead and pull the trigger on that. Um, but, but going back to the McIntyre and uh, Lesnar thing, if let's say uh, it's not. Um, it's not Heyman who interferes. Who would you have interfering? Like that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty fun. Who would you have interfering? Um, yeah. You could have. You could have. Uh, you know. You could have the other members of Three MB come down and do the dirty work. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good one. Dang, Dad. What if that's how? What if that's how? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, dang. Um, I have kids, dude. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot his name. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm here. <laughs> uh, he, uh, what's his name? Oh my God, the other three. Okay, no, Heath Slater. Heath Slater. There you go. I was gonna say Heath, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Heath Slater. What if that's how he slipped? Like he, he's jealous because both of the other two dudes have become uh, WWE champions, and he's the only one who hasn't. <laughs> and so yeah. he comes back. He's just like, no, you're not getting it, and he interferes, and bam, costs him the title. I think that'd be a good way to go about it too. That was perfect. The three and B. Yeah. Yeah. There's ways around it, and you can still tell the story, and it's still. But again, Lesnar would have to make him still look really strong and dominant, so that there's nothing lost in that. Because at the end of the day, wins wins or losses don't matter. It really doesn't. Yeah, none of the. And you you could lose and still be the winner, And, and I think that's if they do that, that's perfect. And but again, it's. Uh, who knows? Because, like I mentioned, by the time they get to live TV, and when I mean live, I mean like in front of an actual audience. Um, his theme could be could have fizzled, right? Ooh, yeah. McIntyre's could have, and it's like, dang it, he didn't really get to enjoy a solid run, and it's, so it's like, and yeah, I know you, you could always build that, and you could always build it back up, but still, like it's just, it's, it's, it's a tough call, right? Yeah, and, I yeah. Mean, it really is. I mean, yeah, it, right. So, so that's what that's what makes the WWE uh, the only like a, a slight sympathetic entity at this moment because you're like I don't know what you're gonna do, man, but we're gonna be here to watch it crash or crash and burn or or uh, being satisfactory to all the fans. We're here to watch it, man. Let's see how this turns out. Um, you yeah. know, you you mentioned like the Matt McIntyre's popularity fizzling out. What do you think it was? What do you think the reason was that Seth Rollins didn't work out as Universal Champion once he won? When he was when it was him and Lesnar, people were definitely behind him, and and then the, yeah. kind of the 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 fallout from all that was that he didn't have much competition. They they put up people like next to him, but they was always like, yeah, but you're gonna win. Like you know, it wasn't. Yeah, is is that what you think? It was? What's your opinion on it? Yeah, I I think like they didn't really give us anything to. Like, there was no real – I didn't find there was – every matchup, there was no real challenge. You know, there was no real worry that he could drop it, the belt. So it's like, what's the sense of getting into him, getting behind this guy? Yeah. Why would I cheer him on when he's, when I know at the end of the day he's going to win, right? Like, it's – I don't know. Yeah, it, it's kind of like the Superman I don't, I don't effect, know. right? Like, the, a lot of but people was, think he's boring it, because like, he's like, oh, he's always going to win. Like, that's – there's no struggle there. Yeah, and it's like – but he did. He was so hot, and then just like fizzled really quick. It was like, yeah. what the hell happened? For real, man. That was that was one that kind of uh, I I didn't see coming. I thought it was I thought he was gonna at least be at the top for 
for a lot for quite a bit longer, maybe at least until after this WrestleMania. But he didn't even last for yeah. WrestleMania. The WrestleMania. That's no, and I think that's why. And I think that's why they took the belt off him and put it back on Lesnar to turn around to have him beat Lesnar for it again. Was to try to get that back, and it just it, the momentum never came. No, wow. It was the weird. It was really. It was different, and I don't know. I, I, it was strange, and it was. I like. I still enjoy them, and yeah, so yeah. It was, there's nothing was, wrong with like, you, but you're right. It's kind of like the. Yeah, but you're gonna win. And it's gonna be okay. There's yeah, gonna, there's it's not gonna like, be anything exciting about it. I don't, like, I don't know, but they've done that a few times. Like they'll give the guys a belt, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be like Kevin Owens. Like this is gonna be awesome." And then they don't do much. You're like, "God damn it!" Yeah, you had something good here. Real. Because you yeah. want when we, when we're watching people, we want to know that there's you know a good chance they're gonna you know depending if you like them or not, they're gonna win or they're gonna lose, right? Yeah. You want to be unsure of the outcome, but when you when you go into it actually knowing the outcome, it still it takes a lot out of it. Except for things like McIntyre's, we know he's going to win, but still, it's going to be a fantastic moment, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Dude. We, we knew we knew Kofi. Like I don't know if you knew, but I knew Kofi Kingston was going to win just the way it was built up. Yeah, I did. Uh, but that didn't hurt, I that, wanted him but to win, that didn't but didn't hurt it but, didn't hurt the outcome at all. It was a fantastic moment. So when there's moments behind it, that's fine. But when it's not, it's just you really just. You're kind of, I don't know, watching the same person over again, doing the exact same thing over and over again. You're just like, all right, I've seen it, been there, done that, I'm good, on to the next, right? Especially how fans are nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's, I want this guy, and then they give him the title. Oh, I want this guy. Oh, I want this guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I want this guy. It's like, holy oh, crap. Did you did you happen to catch the uh, the talk is Jericho with Matt Hardy? The one that they recorded this past week? No, good? Yeah, it's actually really good. It, it's, it's the common... It's starting to be like a little, little bit of a tradition that once you leave WWE go and go to AEW, you're gonna sit in the talk is Jericho chair uh, and talk yeah. all your frustrations out from <laughs> about the WWE. Uh, but one of the things yeah. that they that they mention is, uh, you know, because Matt Hardy, of course, he used to be, you know, uh, high flying, uh, high octane, a part of the Hardy Boys, you know, because they were sacrificing their body every night, and he got to an age where he just yep. couldn't perform the way he used to, and that's uh, that's why yep. he says that he invented the broken uh, Matt Hardy character was to add another layer to it so that he didn't have to put his body on the line. It was more character exactly. work, and you're going, you're working with him, and you're going through all these things yep. with the character versus him putting his body on the line and you know right. doing those crazy spots. And uh, Jericho said the same thing. He said, you know, um, that his it, he wasn't able to do certain things, so he he changed his character. He became more of like a, a brawler type uh, character, and you can definitely see the change from when he was in the WWE and he made the transition to NJPW. His he was more aggressive in NJPW. He was taking people outside a lot more and busting them up in the in the audience, and um, and he said that. It's it's definitely the character work that people respond to more than the high spots and the flips and this and that yep. because the character work you can actually connect to you can make that connection. That's with what the it's all about. Yeah, that's thought that yep. was really interesting, and I you know and I, and I I heard that, and then I thought of certain people in in WWE and certain people in AEW, but I I really thought like the one a brand from WWE that really captures a good balance of character work and high flying spots is NXT. And I think about how, uh, when, when Ricochet was in, in, in NXT and the character work that he, he did, which was, uh, he's, he was straight up badass and he'd go out there and kick yep. your ass, do Yeah. He will do flips, but they're, they're utilized the right way. They're not just flips for, for flips sake. And then not only yep. that, but I think about that awesome, Adam Cole match he and, and Ricochet had, and when he tried to do a backflip, and then Adam Cole super kicks him in the head. Super kick him! Yeah. Oh man, that was crazy. It was brutal and awesome. It was, it was just it was done so right. Everything made sense, makes sense there in, in NXT when it comes to uh, you know uh, the the guys who, who who do the high spots versus the guys who who are really good characters. And when you have that combination, they and they work together, you really see something special. You really see awesome in-ring storytelling it, it really is the brand that got yep. me into 
like, oh, that's what they mean by in-ring storytelling. You know, the yeah. this, the work that, that Tommaso Ciampa and, and Gargano did, you know, from when they were uh, DIY and, and onward and the betrayal back and forth and all this. And, and it really, like, it's, it's one of those other things where it's like, man, it's a bummer that it, that we're we're not going to get to see it with a live live uh, audience. But now I'm hearing that it's it, there's a good uh, possibility that uh, NXT Tampa is, is canceled. And that, I just really, really didn't see that coming. Have you heard anything about that? No, I haven't, actually. Um, I was good. I, kind of, well, I did kind of hear it, and I haven't, and I didn't really hear much of it. So I kind of don't know what's going to happen. That's really? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, it, it, I'll, have to, I'll have to check into it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think that's, that. from the last, last thing I heard was that that was one of the possibilities. Um, unless they do, they go the way of the WrestleMania and they start doing pre-recordings, you know, um, getting, Oh, wait a minute. I think I didn't, did I, I think I might've heard that it was being postponed to, to, uh, the SummerSlam or, oh, really? or am I, uh, or am I just like just making stuff up? But I thought that and the hall of fame, we're going to go WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Wow. I could be so, wrong, but I, I, I don't know what makes me think that. Right. Man, we got we got to do our homework before we start doing this. <laughs> yeah, I know. But so time between kids and Corona. <laughs> uh, don't know, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my God, I have uh, these past uh, three days. It was just me and my little girl, and uh, boy, oh boy, it's been it's been fun, but it's also been yeah. She's she's a handful, and this is one. How many kids do you have? I, I have three, but I have two right now with me. Oh, right on! But they're they're thirteen months they're thirteen months apart, so oh, it's a yeah, it's a battle every day. It's like <laughs> oh man, gr- growing up, I was like I always taught my dad. I was like, yeah, my dad's crazy. All he does is yell. And now that uh, I have two young kids, I'm like, yeah, I understand why my dad yelled all the time. <laughs> For real, right? <laughs> but it's not like to... yelling to be like you know we're not yelling to be like an ass. It's just like you know your kids don't listen. Yeah. You don't listen. Don't listen, and you yell because you're you know I'm I don't know about you, but me I'm afraid that they're gonna get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. But I want to touch on your – you're talking about NXT, right? Yes. Yeah. And you're talking about the difference and, and like, how, how it's just, you know, you're just talking about the difference and how it's your favorite brand and all that. Do you know why I think and why it's, it's so different because you talked about character building and all this stuff. The reason yeah. why I think it's so different mm-hmm. is because I think Triple H lets them be as – gives them a ton of freedom cre- uh, creatively to do what they want, but he also – guides them along the way to actually connect with the audience because he knows he knows the ins and outs of the business because i've seen i've seen little things like i've seen when Matt, uh, nakamura first came over they're doing a run-through of his uh for his very first match they're doing a run-through for his uh nxt debut uh, entrance and he was telling them you know there's a camera here so do all the stuff that you're doing but make sure you make contact with the camera he's doing all that now remember him doing that with finn balor too and finn balor's like geez i never do that i just walk out so I think he just lets them be who they want to be, but also just gives them some advice, right? Like, hey, yeah. try this, or you should do that. Hey, remember to look over here, that kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, when a person's out there, if they're cutting a promo, and the promo is written down for them word for word from someone above them, and they don't believe what they're saying, it's going to come across as that, right? Well, if you have the freedom to kind of write what you want, they'll give you, okay, here, make sure you hit these points, bing, bang, boom. Cut, you know, talk about what you want, and they go out there and they do it because they're they're speaking how they feel. It's going to connect more with the audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and same thing with the in ring work. They can they have more freedom to do what they want. They don't. They're not being micromanaged like Vince is doing, right? I think if you just step back and let them be themselves, it, things would work a lot different. People would connect a lot more because they have a ton of talent, but nobody can connect like the NXT. And it's funny when you look at the NXT roster, as soon as they slide up to the main roster, yeah. it's different. And it's, it really like, it's like, I don't understand it. It's all the same thing. It's all WWE, but yet it's so different. It's like, why would you want to go up from NXT to the main roster when you're not, when you're going to kind of fizzle? Like, look at the, um, the, uh, Viking, what are they called now? Viking Raiders or whatever? <laughs> yeah, Viking Raiders. Like, like what's that? Like, that's what I mean. <laughs> like, 
that they were changed names multiple times. They changed, like, it's just they ruled them, and they didn't have to do a single thing. They were yeah. built in NXT. And it's yeah. like, and yeah. they already come into NXT with a fan base. They do. Uh, again, Triple H just guides them to the, to the WWE style. And then they go up to the main roster, and it's like, do this, do that, do this, do that. We're going to change this, we're going to change that, we're going to do this. And it's like, holy shit. And then they do a lot of pushes where they start and stop and start and yeah. stop. And then the fans are like, all right, I give up. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's, it's just more freedom. That's what it's all about, freedom. The more freedom you have, the more you believe. It's like us right now. It, it, you know, we're doing this podcast. But if Faison sent us a script and said, this is what you're going to do, and this is what you're going to talk about, and you're going to read this word for word, it's not going to sound like exactly how we're talking, right? It's going to sound like we're just sitting here reading them. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, yeah, well, NXT is awesome. You know what I mean? It's not going to seem genuine and, and believable, but we have the freedom. We can talk about what we want and do what we want, and it's just people will connect with that. No, seriously, that that's a that's a great point. No. That freedom that they have to express themselves the way they they do. I mean, I, I just finished watching. Uh, I don't know if you have you seen Fighting for My Family or Fighting with My Family, the uh, Page story. You know what? I, I actually I haven't. It's a good movie. Um, it, it's really funny. Uh, and one of the lines that he said uh, that the Rock says is, "Don't try to be the next Rock. Try to be the first you." You know, and yeah. you think, you know, it's. By WWE Productions, so you think the the production the the company that made this movie with that message would understand and try to do implement that implement that with their uh, with their top two brands? I mean NXT. I'm glad that they they brought it up or are in the process because I'll, I'll I'll still call it the uh, the main roster versus NXT, and that's just the the mentality because we've been watching it for so long. But they yeah. they're trying to bring it up to the level of of smack uh, SmackDown and Raw, and because of that, you you don't really need to bring them over to the the other two brands. You could keep all the good talent there. They don't have to. I mean, Gargano and Ciampa both went. Nah, we're good. We're gonna we're gonna stick in NXT. You remember how they tried getting them as a tag team to to Raw and yep. SmackDown, and they didn't work. They yep. were they went back. They were just like, nope, we're gonna head back over there. And uh, the the only two to stay were Ricochet and uh, Aleister Black. I mean, and those two are yeah. are like the perfect uh, 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 examples of of how to to do the push the wrong way. I push the wrong way. Look at, yeah. I mean, let's take, let's take Ricochet first. He was on. The, he was actually yeah. he actually was winning people over with his matches and his his he athleticism. Was. But the stop and start and stop and start and getting but it is. close and to it the kills inter- you. yeah, they get him close to the intercontinental t- title. I mean, AJ Styles is on record saying that he wants to make sure that he he's able to elevate everybody, but they don't let him give the title to or you know let him lose the title to yep. to Ricochet. Come on, man! Like that's how you build uh you build your stars. But mm-hmm. I, I I remember there was one line uh, out of an article that compared UFC to um, WWE, and it was the one line that made everything click and why they they don't really care about the star, like making stars. Because I think McMahon told Dana White, Vince McMahon told Dana White, like, don't build stars, build your brand. And I think that's what the, the highest priority is to build the name WWE. Or the even the brand Raw and SmackDown, you know, uh, I think NXT really is focused on on showcasing everybody's abilities, both uh, on the mic and in the ring. But I think over here, it's all for the sake of the spectacle, you know, the the yep. entire picture of of WWE. Like what what yep. what is this match? Uh, how does this match represent WWE or this feud? represent wwe not what it what how does it cater to the story it's how does it make wwe look and then once i once that clicked i was like oh my god (laughs) it's never gonna change because that's how no that's how they they do business that's just how they do business so when you get like your nxt and they start to make little changes here and there and you're starting to raise an eyebrow like that doesn't make any sense, but I'll still keep watching, you know? Um, yeah. Like the, the Velveteen dream storyline. Have you been following that one? No, oh, uh, he's phenomenal. He's one of, Absolutely. we talk about characters. 
Yeah. He's one of the greatest I've ever seen. But anyways, yeah, keep going. Yeah, so um, the Velveteen Dream, uh, the the whole reveal that he went after um, uh, Homeboy, what's his name? Uh, Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong. Because he, uh, he was just trying to get close to the title. And, and I was like, they could have made that make a little bit more sense. I get it, but it didn't come through as that. That was my only gripe yeah. within like the recent storytelling, but that was like the closest I ever got to like, oh no, WWE is bleeding into my NXT, you know? <laughs> like that yeah. that's the one shaky foundation that I was like, ooh, I don't know how much sense that one makes, but you know, I'll keep watching. But like, you know, especially following yeah. that storyline. like you said, Velveteen Dream is his character work is is almost second to none in the in, it's in it is. It really is. It's a, but it's the little things. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the way he holds the microphone. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just all the little things that that just. When I watch him, I'm just like, wow. Like it just blows my mind. But it's like, you know, we, comparing NXT to quote unquote the main roster. You know, like it's, it, it's, you know, it's night and day. It, it should never be night and day. I think uh, Vince McMahon, he just needs to. He focuses on the main one or two feuds. That's it. That's all that matters to him, and everything else will just throw together. Boom. Well, NXT, everything, you know, they have everything lined up. Boom, boom, boom. They don't oversaturate the people to the fact that maybe that could be what happened with Seth Rollins. You see him every week. You, you know, they don't do that. They do They do little things like vignettes. Vignettes, they do wonders. They you do. can tell a feud. You can tell a feud for months. Not you don't even have to have them face to face. You just show a vignette. One guy comes out one week, cuts a promo. Another guy goes up the next week, cuts a promo. Show another vignette on the other guy. Work, you know, show something of them building up, and then you know, it's simple. They go. I find they go really simple because simple is the way to go, right? It really simplicity, is. man. That's what, it's, that's what it's all about. Simple, being simple. WWE just tends to go above and beyond in a room. Shayna Baszler, she came out, attacked Becky Lynch. Yeah, here you go. Then boom, she bit her. It's like, you just lost me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was simple. You didn't have to tell a story because it was already told. She comes out, beat her. There you go. Boom, this is going to be awesome. Nope, you bit her. Boom, I'm done. You ruined it. You went above and beyond. You, you had something Get simple shark, and you ruined yeah. it. Like, they bit yeah, the shark. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was uh, when I watched that, I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then uh, my daughter was watching it with me. She's like, "Dada, why did the lady bite the other lady?" And that's a good question, sweetheart. That is a really good question. She goes, "She already won. Why didn't she just, you know, go away?" I was like, "I don't know, sweetie. That's, that's yeah. that would have been great, right? Just boom, boom, boom. I'm done, and then I'm out." That's it. You know I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm in the raw, and that's it, right? I was like a three-year-old understood what was going on. You know, like I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, it's it, it, they really do jump the shark on on multiple occasions. Um, they do, and it's like it, it's too much, and it just ruins everything. It's just stay simple, right? Just stay freaking simple. You don't need to shove the same people down our throats day in and day out. Yeah. You don't. You have a full roster. You have like raw three hours. They could make that every week still be phenomenal and you could build up so many people. You don't have to have all these matches just thrown in together. Like you don't. You can build everything up like the Attitude Era when it didn't matter if it was first person that came out or the last person it didn't matter if the match was first, middle, main event, nothing. Everybody was over because every match Every match felt like it was something that's lacking. NXT, everything feels like it matters. Everything feels right. All their their vignettes, their promos, their matches. It just it just feels like it. You know that it's a big deal. Yeah, you know what? And, and that and that comes in with with AEW. You know, I, I I like AEW. I'm not a huge fan because I find it's just they're too fast. They need to slow it down a bit. Like, oh, right and I understand that's the indie style. It's really fast and a lot yeah. of no selling. And, and all that just pump the brakes a bit, but that's just how I think. Okay. But it, it, it's still, it's quite simple. And it's like, they don't, you know, they're not biting people's necks and stuff, right? <laughs> no, no, not yet. They they have not uh, get gotten into the biting territory. I don't think. No, they, they've, they've <laughs> cut hair. They've, they've cut hair. They've, uh, um, no, actually that's the, that's the highest it went is cutting hair. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it, it really is. Um, they keeping it simple is definitely the way to go. And when when 
Raw and, and SmackDown, like I, I think about like air, times when they went too far. One of the ones was when uh, Braun Strowman was going against uh, who was it? Uh, um, was it? I can't remember who he was uh, going against. Was it Roman? I can't remember who. But he tosses the the scaffolding on top of somebody. Do you remember that? Uh, this was like no. two years ago. He he pushed an okay. entire scaffolding on somebody, right? And I was, I remember thinking like, yeah. oh man, come on, like that wasn't uh, who I can't remember. for the life of me I can't remember. Anyways, he pulled the scaffolding on top of somebody or pushed it, and I remember thinking like, come on, what man, is- like they, that wasn't necessary. And then uh, versus when they they did it by surprise when it was uh, um, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley and they broke through the the screen uh, and they yeah, got the new time yeah. I was like, Whoa, that was actually a cool, that's a, it was a decent, it was a cool angle. Cause you saw the front of it being destroyed. You saw them crashed out in the back. It was a cool angle. Everything was cool about it. And they, not only that, but it also served a purpose. They got a new Titan Tron, the, the, you know, a few weeks later, because that one was broken, you know, kayfabe broken. So there, there is, you can, there is ways to like utilize these spots, these, these, crazy insane spots but it does seem to they do seem to like pull the trigger one too many times <laughs> yeah. they're gun shot like they're gun happy with that uh yeah. you know let's let's do something big and crazy like the spectacle that we talked about earlier that's really what raw and, and smackdown are about is drawing people the i don't think they're going for for wrestling fans i think they're trying to bring in new eyes which is why they they signed yeah. like uh gronk gronkowski you know, they want to bring yeah. in new viewers, different viewers, his fans. They want to see if that'll yeah. uh, bump up the viewership of WrestleMania this year. Like the way, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but Rousey, once Rousey left, the numbers dipped a little bit. There was a, there, there she was, was, okay. She, yeah, that's, well, like I said, she was, she's money, right? Like mm-hmm. not only, yeah, she brought a lot of eyes to it, but yeah, she was really freaking good. Yeah. She was really good. Without her, there would have there'd be there would have been no women main event. And, uh, there would have been no women main event in WrestleMania. There would have been no women uh, Royal Rumble. There would have been none of that. Well, there would have been no women all uh, all women pay per view. There would have been none of that. No. She she was so good. That's why as soon as she left, it's been a struggle. It really has been. You're right. It, 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 like Gronk, you know, you talk about you talk about Gronkowski. You know, some people are hating on him, like his entrance. He came out dancing and stuff. That's him to a T, though. If you know him, that's him. So you're like, all right, yeah, that's cool, that's him. Yeah. But if people, you know, people saying, oh, he's a football star, go back to the olden days. That's what that's Ron what Simmons, The Rock, Goldberg. They were all ex-football players who mm-hmm. were hurt, couldn't make it, so they jumped to wrestling. Yeah, that's. that's I think, different. man, why not? Like, if if you if it's all about money, right? And for on both ends too, like. Brock will make a nice chunk of change, and WWE will make a nice chunk of change. Why not? Like, you'd be stupid. Why not? It'd be the same with uh, Kane Velasquez. WWE signed him. Hell yeah, it would. But once he's fully trained, him and Brock Lesnar, that feud could last easily a year. Easily. Without a title. And if it's done right, and if done right, it'd be beautiful. Yeah, it would be. They have an awesome history, an awesome story they can tell. Like, it's great. Yeah. Don't Don't do anything stupid. Don't just don't do anything stupid. It's golden. Yeah. Well, one of my points was going to be that I still don't understand why they did that match for Super Showdown. I felt like that was a bit of a waste. And then to have it be a one-sided beatdown on Kane, uh, it kind of gets me wondering, who the heck did he piss off, you know? Um, especially Yeah, no, really I, I think that was just – yeah, I think that was just to get, you know, done. He's now he's, his name's out there. Now they got – now he's off training, and then they'll bring him back. Hopefully, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Probably after Mania, and then they'll they'll start his. I'm hoping they lock up, man, and just but don't just start after Mania and then end it at SummerSlam. Like go, man, go the distance, go go year round, man, just yeah. go. Really, just like almost like when The Rock came out after Mania and challenged Cena. He's like to the next uh, next WrestleMania. And, and and they it was a year long thing. It was like it was great. It was like that was perfect. The build up was great. Like it's, they teamed at Survivor Series. Like everything it was just amazing. And that's what you got to do. Don't do the exact same thing though. Yeah. But still, like you could Something spread similar. it out. Yeah, yeah, but, man. Yeah. You know, I, I I wasn't watching wrestling around that time, but when I started getting back to it, uh, you know, you start 
your your YouTube algorithm starts to reflect what you've been watching. So a lot more wrestling videos yeah. popped up, and that was one of the videos was like the um, a uh, like I guess you could say the highlights of that year uh, uh, year long build up to the following WrestleMania from one. Like one WrestleMania to the all the way to the other WrestleMania, and man, yep. it was it, it truly was one of a kind. It was once in a lifetime. Yep. It's a shame that yep. they tried to do it two, two times in a row, but it 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 really was something, man. Like it 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 was really good storytelling, and the way they kept and they kept it they kept it simple. Yeah, because The Rock was doing his thing, doing movies and stuff, so he wasn't there every week. It was just done very simple. You know, he would, they would do stuff, you know, via satellite, you know, and, and Cena would call him out. It was, it was just really spot on, man, but it is what it is. But uh, it's getting close to my bedtime, buddy. Yeah, man, but thank you so much for joining me, buddy. Uh, we got to do this more often. We really do. Hell yeah, awesome man. Yeah, heck yeah, man. But uh, where can uh, people reach you on the Instagrams, Facebooks, and Twitters? Where can they? Yeah. What's your... Uh... Uh, I'm not saying... Because then I'm gonna get all kinds. Because man, I I I am pretty maxed out as it is, and I don't want I don't want to become verified. That'll be the next thing because uh, uh, the blue you know I, I have a life. Yeah, I have a life, and I don't want I don't want the spotlight to be on me. I want to kind of be kind of away from celebrity <laughs> status because I'm because I'm almost I'm almost there. So I just want to I don't want to you know you know what I mean like I just yeah. no paparazzi stuff so so. Oh, you're but a humble man, to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't even know what my I don't even know what my stuff is no. <laughs> to say. Oh, so what'll happen when, uh, when Faison posts this on uh, on all uh, the socials? I'll uh, I'll tag myself in and tell people this is where they can follow me because I don't even know. It's like yeah, I don't, like I don't even know my Instagram. I know you don't even have to sign in, right? How like, many times? It's like your phone number. Who knows their phone know. number nowadays? Well, because well, I'm using my wife's phone and so I was texting you it, and I was like. And blah 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 blah. She looked at me. She's like, "You serious?" I'm like, uh, "Is this it?" She's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Oh, is it?" <laughs> it's like same thing. You're like, what's your, "What's your socials?" I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, uh, I don't know." So I just think quick and try to be funny. But at the end of the day, I just don't know them. <laughs> gotcha, man. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll yeah. definitely post uh, your, our tags uh, with this episode yeah. once it goes out. And uh, thanks again, buddy. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, it uh, it really is fun every time we get together. And you always drop Yo, some insight and get me to raise an eyebrow like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. <laughs> so uh, it's always fun, brother. It, it always is. Anytime, man, just just give me a holla. You know where I'm at. You're always sliding into my DMs with, mm. with, with these uh, sexy pics. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, very strategic <laughs> leaves but, and forks and yeah. uh, cold cuts. Yeah, you're like, you send me one and you're like, do you want to come on the podcast? And I'm like, how can I not? I know, right? That's exactly what I'm wearing <laughs> yeah. right now. But thank you, dear listeners. We really appreciate you guys tagging along with this and, and uh, checking out or giving a crap about our uh, opinions and personalities. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a good week. Say goodbye, Nick. Uh, stay safe, everybody. <laughs>